0: Hey, so what's up, people? What's up, gente? What's up, uh, Mexicanos, Chicanos? Uh, This episode is called, um, and the reason that I'm calling it, um, is because I know I say, um, a lot. (laughs) So, uh, I'm just gonna make sure that, um, I probably say this least times than other times and all the other podcasts because if I can just try to make a conscious effort to not say it maybe I won't say it but um yeah that's the name of the podcast however the one that I want to talk about is just what do I feel it's like to be an American Cause we catch a lot of shit for being Chicano's, right? We catch a lot of shit for looking uh, Mexicano. Ooh, there we go, I caught myself. Um, we uh, there we go again. We we catch a lot of uh, I don't well, I don't know man. We uh, get a lot of negative feedback for looking the way that we look. And in America, nobody catches that. Nobody catches cases for looking, other than black people. So, you realize that we are probably the only people that catch bullshit or bullcrap for, um, being indigenous or native you realize it. you only find us near mexico right i mean it's not like a whole continent moved in on mexico i mean we've pretty much always been here and i don't understand why Um, gringos or bolillos or European people or white people don't realize that or don't get that we are part of the American society by default we're indigenous we're here we've always been here even before they arrived on their ships so what I feel like it's like being an American I had to preface it by saying that Because I don't want anybody to think that I'm anti-American First of all I'm proud that Or I'm happy Not proud um, I'm happy That You know I'm not dead Because America has um, Made it good for some By making it bad for others And if you don't realize that then you know you need to study your you know our 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 history our history supersedes yours in time. We've been here before uh the manifest destiny before the arrival of the conquistadors. We have the blood that is in your DNA, the ancestry that's in your DNA, undeniably. How, how I mean, some people are going to want to say this, say that we're mixed, or you know, you're uh, white, or you're black, or you're this, or you're that. Forget all that. Yeah. That may be to an extent. That may be the case for some people. That may be the case for a lot of people. But it's up to that individual to say or understand their own history. And nobody knows exactly how pure you are. And we're not foreign. You know, even if we're mixed, let's just say that we're 60% or 70% or 80% or 90% mestizo, we're still indigenous. You feel what I'm saying? And if you were anything else, then would that make it better or would that make it okay by racist standards? Maybe. But because we go through that pain i don't think that we a lot of times i don't want to associate with myself being a cavacho or being a bolillo or being a huerito or being a european spaniard i i i know that i would never be considered a white person amongst them So why would I kid myself in saying that I am a European? It's kind of like the conversation that you would have with uh, African-Americans or black folks here in America. A lot of times they're mixed, like Barack Obama is a good example. I love Barack Obama, I think he's a great president. Um, I am a Democrat, pretty much. Uh, You know, in my idealistic viewpoints, um, for the most part, um, I'm a little conservative here and there, but um, I wouldn't necessarily vote for Trump, you know. Um, And I don't think that I would vote uh, Republican in the next uh, primary uh, in 2020, which is coming up. But back to um, the subject matter is that. You know, Barack Obama considered himself. And everybody else considered him an African-American because he was mixed. Now, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. I don't think that, you know, it's fair to say anybody and everybody can pick what they want to be. But we can't. You know what I mean? Like if. We're, we're probably the only race in America. And we're the original race in America. This is the part that makes it funny. We're the only race in America that they really, really make you want to... They want to find out or they want to say or they want you to prove that you're a Native American. I mean look at Mexicans look at look look at look at look at the Mexicans that come um across that border do they look like Europeans to you do they look like Africans to you do they look like Asians to you now I don't know what 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 um Eyes you're looking out of, but in my opinion, when I see people crossing the border, most of the time they look indigenous and where I'm going with that is that I get a lot of people that sit there and say, um, what are you? And if I ask the same question to a white guy, to a black guy, to an Asian guy, I'm not going to fight them on what they are. If somebody told me they were German or English or French or Spanish, I'd say, okay, cool. okay, cool. okay, cool. On each one of those. Also with black, also with Asian. If they told me they were Japanese, I wouldn't say, no, you're not, you're Chinese. And if they told me they were Chinese, I wouldn't say, no, you are, you're Vietnamese. I wouldn't say things like that to a black African-American person, anybody. But if you if you really if you really think about it, if you said that you were Native American, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to start questioning your bloodline. They're going to start like asking you your blood quantum. It's almost like you have to show them, you know, how much percentage of your blood is pure. And that's that's ridiculous to me. You know, you look at Emiliano Zapata. I'll give you an example of a female as well, like Selena. Those are two people that pop in my mind as uh, Mexicanos Selena was a Chicana a Mexican American and Emiliano was about that at the time because he was going back and forth from Mexico and over the borders to Texas I consider him the same like a Tejano or like a modern day or like a, a it was like a, a a person in that time period, as far as I'm concerned, that would be uh, what a Chicano was back in that day. He was fighting uh, or he was, you know, he was basically, you know, I'm not taking anything away from anybody. I'm saying that we um, have changed over the last 250 or 300 years only by border, you know. The time period of 1848 or 1846 or 1840, you know, the the, 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 the time period of the um, seeding of lands from California to uh, Texas and everywhere in those uh, vicinities uh, when uh, the United States grabbed half of the landmass that they had. Uh, By stealing it from Mexico um, or uh, duressing them into a war or whatever. The session was a a huge land grab from Spain. But here we go again. This is another European conversation against, uh, you know, European powers or Americans. Uh, You know, they were led by the Europeans at some point. They were Europeans and then they ceded. You know, from uh, England, and then, you know, they uh, basically stole the land from Spain, which stole the land from the natives. So it's not like I really care. You know what I mean? Like, it's still bolillos, it's still meritos, it's still uh, Europeans that don't, in my opinion, give a fuck about us and that's why i try to make that distinguish i try to distinguish the two like um Malcolm X was a radical in saying things that the general public wasn't used to saying he did not agree with Martin Luther King because he felt Martin Luther King was what everybody else wanted to hear you know peace love you know they're going to always Um, basically be a good uh, black person that doesn't cause any uh, ruckus or fights or retaliate they turn the other cheek in the Christian uh, mode of thought where the more radicalized Malcolm X said no we're tired of this shit and um, we're going to we're going to we're going to start a different movement with the Black Panthers and you know, holding up the fist and being a little bit more dignified and having a little bit more integrity and, you know, grabbing their nuts and walking with a little bit different gangster lean, if you will, guns, protecting their women and making sure that their children don't get burned down in the middle of the night by having those guns and putting them in the trunks. And if somebody wanted to start some shit, they were going to pop those trunks and pop those pop pop those guns. Martin Luther King was not like that at all. Where Malcolm X was saying we have to be independent. We have to have our own politics for our own stuff. And um, that being said, that led to eventually getting you know him killed. And um, it was a different, uh, more radical uh, idea, uh, you know, for him to uh, think that way. But in a lot of time and now looking back on it, 30, 40, 70 years, um, it makes a lot of sense to think that he was on something. But he wasn't really trying to give up his um, integrity. You know, his... um, His essence of being who he was. His... What made him different. You know, and if you looked at him, um, he was... He was bright. You know, I'm pretty sure he was mixed. It's not like, you know, a lot of the... uh, Negritos weren't, uh, you know, mixed, you know, back then, you know, there was a lot of uh, slave uh, owners that, you know, um, did a lot of terrible things uh, on the plantations and they sexed their slaves and they produced offspring that they called mulattoes and uh, was not a uh, beautiful thing it's a ugly chapter in history of course however he still didn't consider himself white or he didn't consider himself mixed he still kept his integrity as being a African American or a black person. Um, that was something that he identified with, and that's my point, is that there's too much confusion with this mestizo Latin, Hispanic, Latino, Latinx. All of this, to me, is very confusing. And I think that's by design. I think it's a way to segregate. I think it's a way to be divisive. Now we're saying we're different, we're not the same. It's harder for us to unite or see eye to eye. And to me, that makes sense on the political division that they have instilled in us. And that's just something that I wanted to talk about Because first and foremost When you ask What is it like or how do you feel uh, To Be An American You know what are you really What are you really asking You know are you basically saying that Um, am I patriotic? And I think that that, that that's, that's really what it is a lot of times when people are asking us because they don't really, they automatically assume, they automatically have, um, a, a, pre judged thought. We used to be lazy, but they don't, they don't say that anymore. We used to be, um, well we still are, we're we're stupid, we're uneducated, we have a lot of babies, that's the preconceived uh, notions and thoughts that they have about us. And we're dirty and all this and this and that, Uh, we're greasy, or um, I don't know what else they say other than, you know, we're we're a bunch of drug dealers and stuff like that, we're criminals, we're rapists, What, what does Trump say? Think about it. And, um, they think, in my opinion, they think that we're, you know, not willing to conform to American ways. We don't want to learn English. We don't want to, uh, be Americans. We don't want to do the things that they want to make us do. That way they, it's, it's, it's easier to control us if they can kind of have some predictability about us. And because we're such a diverse people uh, with, you know, Central America, Latin America, having so many different countries, Mexico, there's just so many different types of um, countries and, uh, you know, divisions in us too, um, like the uh, Central Americas. That really have us um, separated in a whole lot of different ways. And when I say that um, we're Americans, it's almost like we've always been Americans ever since the beginning of time. And we've just always had to conform with whatever they tell us to conform. And we're just always, 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 always conforming. Learn Spanish, learn French, learn English learn this, learn that, you know, what, what, what is it going to be, you know, in 10 or 20, 30 years, you know, uh, now it's, you know, you, now you're Latino, now you're Hispanic, now you're Latinx, and yesterday you were Mexicano, you know, the day before you were Chicano, you know, there's just so many different things that, um, I feel are confusing, and that's why I'm just trying to say that, you know, we need to have, um, a, Appreciation, you know, for who you are, and appreciation for your identity, and knowing that yes, being Mexican is a culture, uh, but at the same time, it is a tribal thing. And there was a tribe and there was a race of people here before white people came here, and that race is the Native American race. We were all Native Americans. Now, we culturally, were different. There were some Navajos, there were some Apaches, there were some Aztec, Inca, Maya. There were some different tribes, a thousand of them. But at the same time, we need to be united in saying that, yes, we are indigenous. Yes, we are Native American. And what it is to be an American nowadays because of all the conflicts and all the things that um, have been imposed on us. That's just what it is. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I wouldn't want to be in Mexico. I wouldn't want to be in China. This is all I know. This is my home. I'm not going anywhere. And this is what I consider home. And I'll never consider anything else home. And I'm not going to leave. If anybody should leave, it should be the people that came on boats. The immigrants. We are not immigrants. You have to understand that all First Nations people, all Native Americans, all red race people all Native Americans were migrants and when I say migrants they're they're, uh, they're, they're not even really I, I don't even really like that word but for the sake of uh, giving a little bit I'll just go ahead and say that yeah we moved around as tribes but we were sovereign that's the word I was looking for This land is a part of our DNA. Our ancestors were from here. Uh, We have ancestral ties to here. And that's what makes us uh, unique and more American, I feel, in my opinion, than anybody else, including uh, English, Europeans, Spanish, Europeans, French, Europeans, Italian, Europeans, you know, all of them. They came here later. We've been here. We have been colonized. We have been, uh, you know, systematically oppressed, suppressed with genocide and uh, mass murder and a lot of ugly things like slavery and um, raped. Wasn't a beautiful story, that mixing of bloods. The uh, conquistadors came over here, killed a lot of men and raped a lot of women. But if you look at a lot of these migrants that are crossing that border that look indigenous and you look at Native Americans that are 100% still Native, they look just like you and me. And you can't deny that. So that story of having lineage or ancestry towards Spain, that does empower the European notion of white supremacy. And once you realize that, then you might not want to use that all the time because you don't even know how much of that is bullshit and how much of that is true. So, um, there we go. Uh, that's, that's, that's a segment today. Like I said, it was called, uh, but, uh, it really was about what it's like to be an American. And that's really what I should have named it. But I am trying to, uh, transition out of this, uh, thing that I got going on and, um, I appreciate y'all tuning in and, uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you.